passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Do you anticipate the stars? I completely agree with you on the Reeves factor not playing into that. But do you feel as though the stars will ramp up their physical play based on Minnesota? Or, I mean, let's be honest, first round of the playoffs, any round of the playoffs, the physicality is ramped up regardless. I think the physicality is the physicality does get ramped up. And I think the other thing about playoff hockey, and it's the way part of the reason playoff hockey is different in my view is um is the now with a 32 team league we don't have enough games against individual teams for uh, animosity to really grow beyond a couple games right like familiarity leads to contempt and so playoff hockey is really the last beacon of familiarity leading to contempt where you get the same team playing play the same team multiple times in a week and 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 that's kind of ramps it up the other narrative that i think is important to remember and i think this is going to be a big thing because well physicality is important playoff physicality still has to be clean because there's a big there's always the big narrative where people like oh the referees don't swallow the whistle there's nothing called in the playoffs that's not true and it's it's a narrative that's out there and if you look at the numbers for it it's true for overtime. It is true for overtime. In overtime, the referees don't want to be the referees don't want to be the guy who calls the penalty in double overtime to 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 make it look like they ended a game or whatever. But in the playoffs, and especially in regulation, we've almost seen an overcorrection of referees calling penalties because they've heard that narrative. They've heard that like, ah, oh, we don't call enough penalties. They don't they call the games differently in the playoffs. It's almost overcorrected. Like if you look at the numbers, there are yeah. a lot of penalties called in the first round, especially in the first round. So the Stars power play, if like uh it's one of the reasons that I'm in my in my uh, in my media fantasy pool where I was able to I was able to snag a couple Stars players. 
I was thrilled because the star's power play is going to get a lot of work and that's going to be a big difference in this series too. So it's something where it's like, there, there's these parts of like, I love there's playoff hockey lore and I love so much of it. But one of the things that often gets like, gets mislabeled is that they don't call penalties in, in the playoffs. They don't call penalties in playoff overtime, but in regulation, they actually call more. So that's, that's the time where Jason Robertson, Joe Pavelski, Ropa Hansen company, they can have a lot of fun, and this could be a really fun series for a Stars fan. Yeah, absolutely. I do worry about, and, and you know what? They've done a much better job of staying out of the box, but they did have that early season problem. It seemed to clean up as the year went along, but I just want to make sure because that Minnesota power play, while you know it might not be ranked among the best, has some serious players and some serious firepower on it. It does. It really does. It's Zuccarello, Kaprizov, Boldy. You know, they they have, and Zuccarello plays. We saw it in Dallas. Zuccarello plays well with everyone. He is, um, he fits in very well. He makes the right fit. Like it is, it's great. So I, uh, I, I definitely, you have to be careful and you have to watch, obviously, John Clinton. John Klingberg has a bit of that. He will be coming back to Dallas. You know he'll have a bit of the uh, chip on his shoulder after Jim Nil did not give him the contract he wanted. So right. we know that will happen. So if John Klingberg has, if John Klingberg goes off this series, y- you can't say you'd be surprised about it because it's John coming back to a place that let him go. Yeah. And it would be so, uh, but now he's also, I believe he's also dealing a little bit of an injury. So there's something interesting with that, but um, it's, it's definitely, I mean, Minnesota wild, are a good team who have been good throughout the year. As you and I said on the pod last week, we would have preferred Seattle. So you didn't get the team you wanted, but you never, if you're Jim Nill, you're never going to pick your opponent and Minnesota is a tough place to play. So it yep. is going to be, I, I look at this series and I, every time I look at it, I, I like the stars to win. I really do. I now that's, but that's more of a testament to what I think of the stars team than to me looking and thinking that's because Minnesota is a bad hockey team or anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. I do want to point out, you know, Sean, I got my guys across the league that I really like. And Matt Boldy's one of them. Um, 22 years old. He just doesn't, I, I mean, he's just not one of those names that gets mentioned a lot, but I mean, had a great year, 63 points, um, almost, you know, missed one game. Um, God, only 22 years old, good size coming down the left wing. I just think he's a real good player for uh, for Minnesota that's really not talked about because of Zuccarello, because of Kaprizov, uh, other names like that. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody. 
everybody. I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier. And we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Yeah, and like you look down that, and I want to pull up their line real quick as I, as, as we're talking here. Like you look at, at that team and and he Frederick plays Goudreau really well can, against the stars yeah, too. Yeah, and and Frederick Goudreau can be really annoying. Yep. Um one thing from a Dallas perspective that I don't doesn't hope doesn't happen because you and I pushed hard for him to be in a Stars jersey is Gustav Nyquist is on the third line for oh, for Minnesota, the guy we, we pushed we, yeah. we were talking quite a bit about what um I mean, this is a Minnesota team that will be tough to play against. You got a couple guys who have chips on their shoulders against Dallas. Ryan Hartman has always played well against Dallas and the stars, frankly had a chance to qualify him and never did. And that he went off once he went to Minnesota. Uh, I look at, you look at the defense and I think the stars actually have not actually, I think they do have an edge in this on defense. I, I, there's some good pieces, but um I see. I, I look at. I look at. I look at Dallas's defense, and I feel more confident with their group. A, it's you start on the top with Miro Hayshkin in Minnesota. Has no one like Miro Hayshkin. But then I just. I, I think there's guys that are on Minnesota that would be. If you were to f- form the best possible team out of both these teams, you're picking more guys from Dallas than you are from Minnesota, and that's a testament to the stars and the roster construction. And Gavin, to me. Another thing to watch from a Dallas perspective, and it's really a space that will tell us whether uh, that that will tell us whether the it, 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 it will give both of these guys kind of a chance to really to really take the next step is uh, what uh, Max Domi and Mason yeah. Marchment. That was like my next. Both get, wow. yeah, yeah. That's two times in a row on this podcast. You brought up names that I was about to bring up. We're on the same yeah. page, brother. <laughs> yeah what what do you i'll take i'll throw this to you when, when you look at marchman and domi yep obviously marchman had played just the one game after march 13th last game of the regular season yeah when you look at them how would you try to apply their expectations for them for this series for me i i was watching an interview with it was 32 thoughts uh with uh, i believe jeff merrick was spending some time with max domi he looks really happy. I mean, he's kind of a happy guy anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was excited to hear his answers of how excited he was to be a part of this Stars team. I don't think he's going to take this playoff run for granted. Um, yeah. I think he has a lot to play for being a UFA after this season. And what I love about Domi's game this time of year, I want Domi to be a Brendan Gallagher-like around the net, which he certainly can do. I love his passing skills, but I also love his tenacity around the crease where he's going to muck it up per se, because I think if there's one small criticism I have for the stars, it would be sometimes they fall into the 
not putting enough pressure on the goalie as far as screens, as far as pressure in front of the net with rebounds, just kind of taking those shots from the slot, um, you know, kind of outside shooting. And so I'm excited about uh, Max Domi for this playoff run. Uh, so I, he's one of my keys, to be honest. Marchment, I like his physicality that he's bringing, and hopefully it's going to open up space on that line. Clearly, we saw a difference in that line when he was out of the lineup, which was so fascinating because we were criticizing him, rightfully so, for struggling as mightily as he did. But I I think, once again, in this series, a big body like that um, will really come in handy. So I'm excited for both. I think they're they're certainly two keys. Um, Because as we know, as we get into these playoffs, we can mention the Robertsons and, you know, clearly... Mm -hmm. You know, we hope he does better against uh, the Wild than he did against Calgary last year. But yeah. I think this is a different Jason Robertson. And then we got Pavelski. We got Hints. We got the names and everything. But when you look at NHL playoff hockey, it's always the guys like the Pat Maroons and names like that, that um, Corey Perry's that come out of nowhere and become those key cogs in a playoff run. And I think Domi and Marchment could be two of those guys. Yeah, another one, and I want to throw – Someone as a name that gets the uh, maybe gets the chance living in the anonymity and there's no contracts in the playoffs. I mean, well, there's a, there's no salary cap in the playoffs and players are all making the same amount of money. Um, our uh, our pal Radic Foxa, who we talked about his contract all yep. year and kind of and and definitely took some heat for his production versus contract. You talk about a guy who could maybe be a difference maker against the Minnesota Wild, and you circle Radic Fox as a guy down the yep. lineup who won't won't score many points, but might score a couple big ones. So, yeah, I have seen a difference in his physicality in the playoffs when I watch Radic Fox. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm excited about that. Um, I'm excited. You know, it would be the the one thing about the fourth line, Sean. I appreciate the pressure they apply. Would love to see. You know. A goal or two would be wonderful, um, but you know we'll, we'll see. It's it's exciting. I love good and bads about the eight thirty start. Bad that we have to tape spits and sud so late after the game. Good that people will be in their seats. I'm expecting a very loud crowd tonight. Um, I will yeah. tell you, there's a buzz in town about this team, which is nice. It, it's nice. I mean, the Rangers are off to a good start, so there's a buzz about the Rangers. But with the Mavs out. And I know, you know, you can't equate both, but to me, this is a terrific opportunity for this franchise to capture this town. Oh, I agree. It's, it's definitely, it's a, it's a great opportunity and um, it's an opportunity to capture what they didn't get to capture when they went on the deep run in the COVID bubble. And that's kind of one of those like great things, like where it's, it's obviously you wouldn't, you, you would definitely prefer to be in the bubble and have those stories than not have them. But the lack of the in-person, the lack of everything from 2020, like this is a chance to really capitalize and, and, and really own what you didn't get then. And to me with the eight thirty start, it's, it's a bit late. Um, crowd should be rocking. The one thing that's just like, I look at this schedule and just the, the one like frustrating thing about, I feel like you can't make it possible, but I feel it's hard to do it for everything, but I just feel like from you're trying to grow the sport. Right. And I say this as someone who has little kids, right. 
when your game starts at 8 30 yeah. locally agreed it, it's it's hard to get the game you know, like it's it's something where you like you look at this and you'd almost wish the nhl would find a way to and, and i i I get it's the Western conference game and you have to do it for TV reasons, but like how great would it have been if you had gotten the one o'clock slot on Sunday or something like that? Yeah. Like, how, like maybe find like the other way to do that. where something where you can get this, like, like that, that grow that next generation of stars fans that like get the, the kids who get, get it on the, get it into the realm where the kids sitting at home who don't have the hockey crazed parent can maybe come across it themselves. Like that's, that's just the other bummer about the eight thirty start. Like at least with a seven thirty start, even an eight o'clock start, maybe you're talking where a kid is going to be able to stick around for some of it. But right now you're just, it's, it's a parent. You're like eight thirty, not only eight thirty, And really, honestly, like, I don't know if the sure I have to double check, but like, I know it says eight thirty, but probably we both more know 840. it's eight eight forty four, eight forty six. Like yeah. that's that's not easy. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so win more games and you get better times. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Move to the East Coast. 